Are you an adult with dyslexia? Are you longing for more in your life than the constant relentless push and pull on your emotions that dyslexia brings? What about those physical demands that require you to constantly shift gears, to rethink? Can I do this? Well, your host Hope Bill understands. Diagnosed as an adult, she often believed she wasn't good enough. Fear and shame were her constant companion. Until she met Christ, then everything changed. This podcast is devoted to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to make more room in their life for Christ. You will hear biblical truths that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and to let Christ take center stage of your life. Hello and welcome back to my series on rambling. I want to say thank you for hanging in there with me as I am embarking on this new journey of getting to know God a little deeper. And I've been thinking about the power of God's word. What I have been sharing with you is that although I have a disability, dyslexia, I do not know how to read phonetically. I am a sight reader, horrible speller. My writing bears witness to that. (laughs) But he told me, hope you're not broken. And my first, second, and third rambling series episodes was flushing that out. Well, today I want to talk about the power of God's word and how transforming it is. Because when he told me that I wasn't broken, then he gave me the opportunity to really think about it, to really give some more depth thought to what he was saying. He was talking about, yes, you do not know how to read as the world defines reading. However, I don't consider you as being broken. What we need to work on, and really what he has been working on, is the emotional the social impact that has had in my life. And when I thought about the power of his word, the very fact that he told me I wasn't broken was very transforming for me. And just think about it. You know, in the book of Genesis, we are introduced to the power of God's word. And we quickly learn that when God speaks, something happens. So when he spoke to me and said, hope you're not broken, something happened in me that day. It it really did. And I share with you, it was exciting and a little frightening at the same time. And the more I have just allowed myself to settle into those two truths that coexist, you have dyslexia and you're not broken, I have really started thinking differently. I don't feel the anxiety I had about dyslexia as I did before. I really don't feel ashamed of it as I did before. I want to give you an example. You know, in Genesis 1, verse 3, God said, let there be light. And guess what? There was light. And when God said, hope you're not broken, guess what? I'm not broken. Because what he was doing was informing me of what he already knew and what I had failed to understand. So let me tell you, the power that attends God's word, when we really grasp it and take hold of it, is amazing. There's another scripture that I dearly, dearly love. And David says in Psalms 33, 6 and 9, he says, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all of the host of them by the breath of his mouth. 
for he spake and it was done he commanded and it stood fast the word of god stands fast there is a scripture in isaiah i think it's 55 see the 54 55 where he says my word will not return unto me void it will meet its intended purpose intended end so that day when the lord spoke to me he had sent his word out he pointed that word the authority in his word the power of his word straight at my heart and it has not returned to him void. i am so thankful to him for what he has done there's another text of scripture that says in matthew 4 4 it says it is written man should not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of god just think about it when god speaks to you now he may say something different to you he may not say to you you know you're not broken but whatever he says to you let it have the impact on your life that he intends for it to because he also says in john 10 i have come to give you life life more abundantly how does he do that he speaks to us and the power and the authority in his word that attends his word transforms our life and we can have that abundant life because we believe what he's saying now i tell you when job was suffering all those losses his attitude towards god had not changed as adults with dyslexia what the lord is trying to get us to adjust our thinking is that his thought towards us have not changed he still considered us fearfully and wonderfully made he also says in jeremiah i know the thoughts i have towards you they are good and he has an expected end for us and when we make a decision to believe god to take him at his word to ride the waves of his blessing to stand before him to kneel before him to prostrate before him whatever position he impresses you to get in and worship him because he has sent forth his word our minds will be released to be at liberty and free in him dyslexia will not stand in our way it will not hinder us actually it would be the means in which he blesses us to be a blessing to other people you know dyslexia can take on a life of its own if we let it but it also can be a very positive a very welcoming addition to our life because it's not our life it's an addition to our life and the lord allowed it to happen for a reason now if you are someone that's still really struggling with the fact that you have dyslexia and you haven't been able to find a place for it in your life and put it in its place you know if you're still really dealing with the battle scars of having dyslexia i pray this podcast series is for you because i really want you to take the time to step back and reevaluate number one as i said last week on the podcast evaluate why you do what you do why do you want to learn how to read why do you want to learn how to spell there's absolutely nothing wrong with it however if you're doing it because you believe it will fix your brokenness 
I want you to think twice about that because although you can learn to read, the scars still remain. And that is what God is trying to heal in each one of us. And if we let him, he will do just that. There's another text of scripture in John 6, verse 51 and 58. And Jesus is speaking here. He says, I am the bread of life. He says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. In verse 58, this is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your father did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. This is so important to God that we start really thinking about eternity. All of our decisions should be based on eternity. I'm serious when I say this. He lives in eternity. His mind is on eternity. And he wants us to experience eternity. We can get glimpses of eternity when we read his word, when we spend time with him in prayer, when we are in service for him. We get glimpses of eternity because he inhabits the work we do for him. He inhabits our praise to him. He inhabits our service to him. And even if you go to Colossians chapter 3, he says we should sit in heavenly places with him. You know, he is our representative. He is our advocate. He is our high priest. He is our father, our elder brother. He is our protector and our provider. And this very person is constantly speaking life over us. The key thing is, are we listening? Or does the voice of dyslexia and all of the the things we've gone through and the wounded places, is it speaking more loudly than God? If it is, I encourage you to ask God to tone that voice down so that you can hear him more clearly. Now, I will say this. It is possible to hear God's word and not allow yourself to be nourished by it. You know, you can hear the word of God, as many people did when Jesus walked this earth, like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It wasn't that they didn't hear the word of God. They made a decision not to be nourished by the word of God. Don't let that be you. God meets us where we are all the time. And the best place for God to meet us is in our honesty. And you can be very honest with God. And I recommend that you do, that you tell him about the losses that you feel. You can tell them about the grieving that you're going through with having a disability and the impact that it's had on your life. You can tell him about those things. But when you tell him, do it from the perspective of making a decision to let it go so he can replace it with his joy and his peace. I don't care where you are in your experience. It doesn't matter if your dyslexia is mild or profound. God still has a purpose for your life and he still has a plan for you. So remember when God speaks, something always happens. Let him speak to you. More importantly, ask him to give you the heart to hear what he is speaking and has spoken. God expects us to live by every word that proceeds out of his mouth. 
Ask him to give you the courage and the strength to do that. Our attitude should be that we have a very high regard for the word of God. You know, Job said he regarded God's word more than his necessary food. We are to hunger and thirst for his righteousness. We are to hunger and thirst for the bread of life and that living water that will give us that abundant life that we're after. Jesus is the living bread. He is the word of God. And this same person that spoke to me and told me, hope you're not broken, what I want to address is the scars that dyslexia and believe in the lie that you was broken. That's what I'm after. That's what I want to heal. So when we allow him to heal those places in us, we are eating the living bread. We are drinking from that fountain that does not dry up. And it doesn't dry up because the more we drink, the more we are nourished, the more we don't need to be satisfied by other things. And lastly, it is important that we make a decision to be spiritually nourished every day. Every day takes care of itself because he has only given us today to live. This podcast, I'm, I told you I was rambling. <laughs> I might get pretty good at that. <laughs> that. That would be real funny. When we take a really good look at our relationship with the Lord, and I'm going to trust that's something that you do, keep this in mind. Love the Lord and his word like you love nothing else. He wants to speak to us. Matter of fact, I believe throughout the day he is talking to us. However, what he is seeking to do is quiet that voice, that inner monologue that we have that's constantly going on, that talks to us and tells us we're flawed, we are, we're lacking, we are, you know, we don't measure up, we are broken, we need fixing. Ask him to quiet those lies and to replace it with his truth. Now, the word of God is so important that the enemy would do anything to silence it. If he can't silence it, then he will try to get us to misunderstand and misinterpret it. And his whole goal is that we are not nourished by the word of God. Don't let him. Decide that you want his word more than you want anything. Just imagine how it would be if we faced each day, daily allowing ourselves to be refreshed by the word of God, the breaking of the bread, the receiving of his life, and do this without hesitation and that we believe what he says. You know, we serve an amazing God who came to this dark world because he wanted to give us his life. His powerful, radiant, ever-shining life we can have. God's grace has the power to dispel the darkness that dyslexia has brought in any place in us, and it's not too late for that darkness to be dispelled. You know, the Apostle John said of Jesus, there is no darkness in him. He said that in 1 John 1, 5. So if there's no darkness in Christ, when we ask him to come into our life, he dispels that darkness. And we have this assurance that if we die daily to self, 
then we allow God, we allow Christ's word to dwell in us richly, we will live. We will take possession of his victorious life, and we will live. The question is this, how powerful do you want Christ to be in your life? How powerful do you want to live such a life that your life screams, I'm not broken, I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm a person, I'm valued, I'm important, I'm necessary. And when we allow our lives to make such a declaration without humility, we're no longer hiding the light of Christ under a bushel. We're allowing it to shine and light up the house. And those around us, the atmosphere around us, actually starts changing. I'm going to close with this. I'm not going to ramble all day today. <laughs> you might say, yay. I want to close with this. Jesus is the living word. He's the bread of life. Let him go so deep in our experience until he gets underneath all of the pain and the anguish and the years of struggling to learn to read and write and to fit in and to uh, feel valued and, and to, to believe that you have some worth. Let him get underneath all of that until he so lifts us up that we are actually seated in heavenly places with him. The key thing is you've got to want it. You've got to believe that he has the power to do just that. And he does. I want to close with prayer. Heavenly Father, once again, we are so thankful for your mighty power to save. We're so thankful for your word. We're so thankful that you have sent it forth. You have spoken over our lives and you have promised it will not return to you void. Where we have been spiritually malnourished, we ask that you will rehydrate us, that you will re-nourish us with your word so that you can get a rich harvest from our life and the service that we offer you. I pray that you bless each and every person that's listening to this podcast that they too would choose an abundant life that only you can give. Thank you once again for reminding us, telling us, informing us, declaring over our lives that we are not broken. What we need is to be healed from the impact that dyslexia has had on our life and you died so that we can experience that healing and we claim it in Jesus' precious, precious name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Make Room for More. This podcast is dedicated to encourage and inspire adults with dyslexia to live the abundant life Christ has promised by making more room in their life for Christ. Don't forget to visit my website at wr7publication.com and be blessed. Until next time.